Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio, the podcast for real financial advisors all over the world. As I'm sure many of you do, I read a lot and thought it would be helpful to just do some short, punchy book reviews. And the first one I want to start with is a book that's really changed a lot of my thinking. And I read it years ago. In fact, I've got it here in front of me. It's sort of almost turning yellow now. And I'm looking real quickly to see when the trademark was because, yeah, 2007. So I, I can't remember when I read it, 2008, 2009, maybe even, maybe even earlier than, maybe it was in 2007. I, I can't remember, but it's been a long time and it's had a big impact. It's Jason Zweig's Your Money and Your Brain. We're all familiar with Jason Zweig at the Wall Street Journal, probably one of the most influential journalists and sort of thinkers around investing generally, but I, 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 Jason's got an ability to put, and he's even said this, he wrote a great column a little while ago, you know, after maybe it was like, it was like an anniversary column. I can't remember if it's 20 years or 30 years of writing columns. And he essentially said, my job is to say the same thing over and over again. My job is to find new and entertaining ways to say the same thing over and over again, because we all know, right? Like with investing, it's the truth, like diversify, low cost, hold on for a very long time, behave, right? But Jason is one of the rare people who's managed to do it. Uh, his columns are always entertaining. So there's lots to read, but this book, and really it was all, it was one thing out of this book. I mean, the, the book is full of fantastic studies in terms of, beha- you know, what we're coming to think of as behavioral finance. And you know, there's all sorts, like you'll pick something up on almost every page if you pay attention. If you like Kahneman's Thinking Fast and Slow, you'll like this book as well. Now, the one thing that really changed the entire way I look at how I work with clients and even how I work with myself, if you put somebody in a room and you did a study and you had them open their statements... And when, if their statement was up, the brain activity, when the, somebody's sort of you know, making money, their statement is up, is indistinguishable. Like you can't even tell the difference between the brain activity of somebody who is high on cocaine or morphine. Now, I've always, when I give talks, I often reference that study. And I often tone it down a little bit and say, you know, in the same part of the brain, which it turns out this is true and mentioned in the book, same part of the brain as cocaine, sorry, as sex and chocolate. Now, when you're losing money, financial losses, so if you're sitting in that chair, brain scanners on your head, you open your statement and your statement is down, right? It's red. You process that in the same part of your brain as you do mortal danger. And I always say like, where I'm from, a grizzly bear breaking through that door right now. Now, the reason this had such a massive impact on me is if that's true, it's no wonder we do crazy things with our investments. It helped me to have way more empathy for people. Like I used to just kind of be a little bit snarky or sarcastic. Like, why are you doing something so stupid? Right? Like, like that sort of view. Like, don't you know, <laughs> selling, <laughs> you know, buying high and selling low is dumb. And now I'm starting to understand like, it, yeah, it may be dumb, but it's perfectly normal human behavior. 
we're sort of hardwired to get away from things that cause us pain as fast as possible. And we are hardwired to get more of stuff that gives us security or pleasure. And if we in our brains have connected market going down with pain, we are hardwired to get away from that. And we view getting away from that as selling. And, and I don't care how many facts and figures you throw at me. If my hand is on a burning stove, I'm going to pull it off. <laughs> so when I understood that, it changed my view. Like I, I really have gotten, I talk to clients just like that, like tell them those stories and go, you know, look, I know why you feel that way. And I want you to know it's okay to feel that way. In fact, it's natural. If we hadn't felt that way as a species, saber-toothed tigers would have eaten us all a long time ago, right? Those, those, those natural, instinctive, hardwired behaviors are what kept us alive as a species. So it, it, it makes sense to me why you feel that way. But it's not okay to act on it, right? In this case, that exact thing that's kept us alive as a species is going to kill you as an investor. That, to me, um, was al- alone was worth the read of Jason Zweig's Your Money and Your Brain. And of course, I realize I've extrapolated and put my own spin on all of it, but that's where it came from. Your Money and Your Brain. I, If I were you, I'd pick up a copy and just, you know, when you have an extra 20 minutes... To me, it feels like a book that you nibble at, like you read like one chapter or half a chapter and then you set it down and you process it and you work on it and you, you, you tell somebody about it, you try to share it and then you pick it back up and do it again. So that's the kind of book it is to me because it feels uh, like a lot of academic work, which it is. But of course, with the benefit of having somebody like Jason, you know, make it interesting. So that's Jason Zweig's Your Money and Your Brain. We will put in the show notes a link to Amazon. And I will also put, I found Ben Carlson over at Ritholtz, part of the Ritholtz Mafia. Those guys are awesome. Josh Brown, Barry, Ben, the whole crew over there. Ben, of course, has a great uh, blog, A Wealth of Common Sense. If you haven't, it's one of my regular places I check. And Ben did eight things I learned from Jason's book. He did a little review as well that will be useful. And we'll put that in the show notes as well. So there you have it. The Behavior Gap book review.